Hey, what's going up, you guys? Welcome back to a brand new, brand spanking new episode of the Infinity Box for Watch. I'm your Infinity Boy, and the only looks like your boxman, Brian. Hi, Brian. How are you? Good, Banana Man. Welcome to the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 podcast. We're going to talk about the brand new MCU movie release today. But as always, first... We're going to jump right in to the news in the news. Almost forgot what I was going to say because I heard a noise. But I didn't. <laughs> and we got a little, little, little cute little news in the news. As always, we're rumored casting Fantastic Four. Um, seems to happen every time we have a show. But the main two, so I've heard these main two. This has been big rumors for a few weeks. They think this is going to be the final decision. They think this will probably get announced at Comic-Con. Yeah. If Marvel goes. I don't, they, you know, obviously, they like to skip every once in a while. But um, Adam Driver and Margot Robbie are most likely uh, Reed and Sue. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, both... You know, well, I like Margot Robbie. I think she could do good any in any role. Um, kind of feels boring to me going from Harley Quinn to Sue Storm. Uh, I don't know. I think Harley Quinn's a cooler character to play. Um, and I yeah, just don't but... know. And I, I don't know. I'm not an Adam Driver as Reed. I don't. I don't kind of buy him. Maybe he could prove me wrong. Maybe this could be a Heath Ledger Joker situation where I'm like, holy shit! I'm, oof, no one's ever been a better Reed Richards than Adam Driver. But I don't know. I'm not feeling him exactly. Um, no, not, not really. I mean, yeah. And I but, also um, don't see these two as a couple and like being linked romantically. I, I can't take that seriously, but I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. They're just like, they're such well known actors and they're so cemented in other roles. Like, yeah. he's Kylo Ren to me. She's Harley Quinn. I don't know. Yeah. Not that they, not that they can't do other things, but like those things are still current. Yes, um, uh, like she, uh, might, she might pop up as Harley Quinn eventually in the in the new DCU. Like you don't know. Yeah, I mean, very possible. Good, good for them getting paid. He doesn't look it. She looks it. I just I don't know why she's doing it. But hey, get paid, Margaret. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's really a check. And you know, yeah. I, I I believe that she could do a good job with it. I think she's a very yeah. Good but yeah, I've heard people say, like, oh, it's kind of boring to go from such a wacky, cool character like Harley Quinn to Sue Storm, who's a good yeah. character and all, but she's, you know. It's kind of boring. Yeah, kind of boring. What about Jessica Alba? I think she really nailed the part. Yeah. Yeah. Get them back. Get that whole squad back. Okay. I like... Is it crazy that I think, like, Ian Graffoldi or whatever the fuck his name is, is, like, way a way better Reed Richards than Driver in my mind? No, I don't like Driver at all. Yeah, I hate no. Driver. I don't. I really don't see it at all. In my, like, I'm trying to to like see it, and I I don't. I I I just see you know. Uh, I just see Kylo Ren crying in in Last Jedi whenever I when I picture him, or that movie he did with Scarlett Johansson where he punches the wall. Like, I just, he's just he's a weird over actor too, yeah. and like Reed Richards is very even keeled. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't Listen, I mean, uh, to be fair, like, I like, and, you know, I I thought, like, everyone else, the uh, 
John Krasinski fan cast was going to be great. And then when it happened in Doctor Strange, I was like, he wasn't that good of a Reed Richards. <laughs> yeah, no, he was, he was bad. I was like, he wasn't that good. So I was like, I'm glad we did this to, to find out that, you know, John Krasinski was actually not the guy. Yeah. But I don't know. I think um, in my head, I really liked Glenn Howerton and Penn Badgley. Like, I would have been really cool with one of them. I, I like In my head, like, I really liked those. And to refer to just be Adam Driver, kind of disappointing. Yeah, and if it was none of the fan casts, I, I wanted an unknown. Yeah. And Adam Driver is the exact opposite of that. At least, and I wouldn't call Penn Badgerton uh, or uh, Glenn Howerton, or is it Penn Badgley and Glenn Howerton, uh, unknowns. But they're also just like, you know, t- mostly TV actors and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So it's, it'd be cool for them to become movie stars. Um, yeah. Uh, also in this rumor is Paul Mescal, the Irish actor who I haven't really seen anything with him, and Mila Kunis? Yep. Yep. I have no thoughts on Paul Mescal. Like He's pretty much, like you said, an unknown, so that would be uh, cool to meet him. And Mila Kunis? Don't know how she fits. Uh, is she going to be the human torch, yeah, apparently... or is she going to be the thing? <laughs> Apparently, there's a character named Sharon Ventura, who uh, is She-Thing, mm. very much like She-Hulk, yes. and um, she went by the pseudonym Miss Marvel a couple times, and she's also a part of the legit Fantastic Four team. All right. I'll, I'll give them kudos for trying something different. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with it. I would have done a traditional uh to start and if they wanted to bring a sheet thing in later kind of exactly how they did she hulk uh i've been cool with that yeah but um yeah i mean i have no problem i love mila kunis i think she's great i think it'd be kind of a waste for her to be she thing yeah she could probably be better but yeah but i mean yeah you know when um we know that she'll have pants unlike fan four stick yes that's a plus. No pants. I hate that movie. <laughs> we can't go down that rabbit no. hole. No. Um, oh, Overall, it's, it's interesting casting. It's I don't love it, but... interesting cast, yeah. I mean, I like Margot Robbie and Mila Kunis. Uh, I don't know this Paul guy. I think Adam Driver is an unins- uninspired pick. Yeah, I guess I'm cool with three of the four. I don't know this Paul guy, and I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Like, I didn't know Tom Holland, and he's great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I guess now that I'm talking about it out loud, I'm fine with all except Driver. Yeah. Yeah. And basically. he's the one that's basically confirmed. But, like, I think it's a weird mix. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if that's real. Uh, just like all these other casting rumors for this fucking movie, which seems like it's never going to happen. Like, the days are passing by, like, like, the fastest it's ever been, and still we're still ten years away from this fucking movie. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> like this is true. Time has never flown by quite like it has been, and somehow this movie is still not even close. Um, yeah, it's not even cast, let alone <laughs> written or filmed. Yeah, not even like pre-production is twenty years from now. Yep, this movie that we're about to talk about feels like it's going to happen way before this Fantastic Four movie. Uh, Superman Legacy, uh, which uh, James Gunn had, which is good because the writer strike just happened. 
Uh, he just submitted his first script, I believe, he said on Twitter or Instagram, uh, to mm-hmm. the studio, which is weird. Does he just, like, hand it to himself? How does that happen? Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, James, here you go. All right, James, thanks a lot. Um, so he handed in his script for Superman Legacy, uh, and someone on Twitter, I believe, or in, in one of his interviews uh, for Guardians this week, um, was just like, hey, man, is Crypto going to be in the movie? And he was like, fuck yeah, of course. Crypto's in the movie. Um, of course. So I don't know if he was just like, had a lot of fun with Cosmo on Guardians. Like, let's get this dog in this movie. Or if he's really doing, you know, a slow play setup, because I am currently reading uh, Superman, Supergirl, Women of Tomorrow, and uh, Crypto, that's the one of the movies that is coming out based on that comic. And Crypto is in it a lot. Uh, Crypto's a big character. So, yeah. Could be there you up, go. Could be setting up for that. Um, do you think uh, you think Crypto will be voiced by Dwayne Johnson like it was in Super Pets? Um, I don't think uh, James and Dwayne are going to get together on this one now. I don't know. He could be in a good superhero movie then. <laughs> he was. He was in the League of Super Pets. That was a great superhero movie. True. I still haven't watched it. But it's on HBO Max if anyone wants to watch it. It's fun. Yeah. I figure. I mean, it's him and Kevin Hart. I you were wrong. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I, um, I mean, I spoilers. I liked Cosmo. I thought she was. They did a good job with her in Guardians Three. So yeah, yeah you know, a live action dog will work well. I think in Superman Legacy. Yeah, I doubt it'll be a big role. No, no. I don't think so either. Um, but yeah, I mean, as a kid, I always loved Crypto because I was always thinking, but it was really cool that a dog was a superhero. So yeah, why, there you go. why not? Kids will love it. Sell a lot of toys. Yeah, this is true. And with that said, Brian, news and news is going to come to a close, and we are going to start talking about the grand finale for the Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Um, it's been a run, Brian. Uh, three movies, two Avengers movies, Thor movie. These are characters when first announced, everyone was like. Pfft. These people are crazy for trying to get us to see a movie for characters we don't really know. Like, mass audiences don't know these characters. They're never going to care about these characters. And then uh, James Gunn released the first movie and said, hold my beer. And it was one of the most perfect movies of all time. And uh, it's been quite the franchise since then. And and it's over now. So, BD said on Twitter, without question, the best MCU trilogy. Okay, so do you, do you want to go through it real quick to see what you what we think? Through the movie? No, the uh, trilogies. Just run through them quick, see if he's right. It's, it's Captain America is one. Captain America uh, has a good trilogy. I think the first one is kind of lame, but the other two are really great. Right. Um, um, Spider-Man? Spider-Man might be the best one. I know Homecoming's a little lame, but it's not as lame as the other one. I think they all have a clunker. Some people yes. shout on No Way Home because I it's... mean, yeah, I mean it's it's hard to knock three out of the park. Well, like No Way Home had a lot of fan service, which some people don't like. Yes, I, for one, as a fan, love fan service. Yes, as a fan, um, you could always get me with some good fan service. 
Um, don't think it's fair to put it up against Avengers as a trilogy. No, I wouldn't even, and especially there's four of them now, so you know it's it's not even a trilogy. Um, Iron Man two thirds of them sucked. Iron Man definitely not on my top. I think only one of them was great. Um, and Thor Thor's got too many Thor. There's too many Thors. Um, and two of them. But are I kind think. Of meh. I think Captain America and Spidey are both better as a whole. Captain America and Spidey. Uh, are we missing anyone? Did anyone else get a trilogy, or was it just those? No, nah, I think we got them all. Got them all. Okay. Yeah, Hulk didn't get a trilogy. Black Widow barely got a movie. Hulk got a TV series. Hulk, I got nothing. Hulk, I got a TV series. Um, yeah. Doctor Strange is only Black two. Black Panther's got two. Black Panther and Strange only got two. Black Panther, if they if they get a if they get a third, that could oh that's up there, yeah, yeah that would be up there because the first two bang. Um, Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness was too weird to even consider it even oh, yeah. the third one it was bad Ant-Man Ant-Man yes that just came out that's why we forgot it yeah um no not, not even a close the first one's great might be first one's I great think that... okay so Ant-Man first one's great second one is underwhelming third one is divisive that's exactly how I describe Iron Man also yeah, I would say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ant-Man and Iron Man are very similar in that case. So I got Guardians in the middle top of all of them. I would say I would probably put... Gun to my head, I'd probably go Spider-Man, Captain America, begrudgingly, and then Guardians. I think I'd swap one and two. I and really, I hate Captain America, really, so that's yeah. fun. No, I well, his he's got you know. See, you know what's really unfair about the Captain America stuff is that you know the second movie, the third is an Avengers movie. Second movie is kind of like, like one of the most perfect action movies that you can make. Like he did such a good job with it, and then uh, the third one is I was going to exactly towards that one. The third one's an Avengers movie. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it is a Captain America movie, so fuck it, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I think I like Spider Man Far From Home and No I mean, Way Home even, a little bit better. Even Spider Man has Avengers sprinkled throughout, so Yes. I mean the first one has fucking Iron Man in it the entire movie, basically. Yeah. Um, and Doctor Strange is in the Way Home a lot. Yep. So, you know. I mean that's what they gotta do nowadays, so Yeah. Keep the world building. Yeah. So if you're strictly saying like, hey, the three Guardians movies are just Three Guardians. Although I guess the first one has Thanos in it. Uh, If you're taking it like, oh, you know, there's no extracurricular, you know, they're kind of their own contained story. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think it's like this first Ant Man. It's definitely top three, though. Yeah. With that said, you want to talk about the movie? I thought it was great. Let's do it. It was. I'm ready to dive in. I like, you know, uh, they they uh, very much like were like, "Fuck you, we're not connecting this to anything. This is just the end of our story." And I loved that. Yeah, I loved it that worked. This had you nothing know. to do with anything else. No, I needed something. Just... I needed something like this. You know how I love usually love like, oh, that connected there and this connected this and. 
we were waiting for like you know daredevil and she hulk and we were waiting for uh you know captain marvel and miss marvel and or i was just like yo i love that there is no connection to anything in this. it was like a break it was amazing i needed it i needed a break and i think i think the mcu needed a break yeah they need a break and they needed a win which they basically got here yeah, this is a Crit- critics actually like this one, so it was a yeah. it was a nice change of pace. They've had some 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 issues with critic scores uh, recently. Yeah, I, I can't blame them. Like, what was the last one was Ant Man three, right? Ant Man three was a critic bomb. Black Panther two did well with critics. Uh, Thor did bad. Uh, Strange did Strange. bad. Uh, what was before Strange? I don't know. Was it Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Okay. okay. So, um, yeah, you know, they, they needed this dub, and they got it. Yeah. And I gotta say, again, before we, you know, I'm like, feel like I'm holding up, but I just have words to say. Um, I think James Gunn has, like, he's my favorite, because he is a comic book reader, He and he knows how to do, like, the platitudes and, like, the building of the arcs and the characters and stuff. Dude. All Three Guardians, I know 2 is kind of, you know, meh for some, but I really like it. Uh, All Three of the Guardians, the Holiday Special, Peacemaker, the Suicide Squad, Super, like, all these things that he's done in the super, in the comic book genre is just, like, top tier for me. And I think, I think, like, people are divisive about, like, people don't like him for some reason. I guess he's, like, a, he's kind of, like, brazen, maybe? You would say, and he's uh, kind of like a bro sometimes. Yeah, he's very broish, and people, and I don't get this because you know what? I'm guilty. I would do the same thing. They don't like that he puts his family and friends in his movies. Like, fuck that! If you're good, you're good. Like people are like, oh, I can't believe you put Jennifer Holland in this movie. I was like, she's a great actress. She's very good. Like, mm-hmm. put her in the movie. I I don't care. Like that doesn't bother me. Yeah, but I also think he's like up there, like Damon Lindelof, genius wise for me. Like I sit at their altars. The altar. I I will never get off the altar of Damon Lindelof. Please, come. Have you ever seen um? Come back to me, Damon. Have you ever seen Super? Super? Yeah, we watched it for this podcast. Yes, we did. That was for this podcast. Yeah, that was brother James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn is amazing. Weird movie. Everyone watched Super. So weird, but it's great. Yeah. No, James Gunn knows exactly what he's doing. I'm glad he's helming Superman Legacy. Yes. I'm glad he's helping that whole shit. He's gonna he's gonna do well over there, I think. Yeah, definitely. Anyway. Uh, let's the movie starts with the cutest little creep montage. Yeah, I think we just do this whole backstory of Rocket now. Yeah. Um little tiny baby raccoon. Uh little rocket guy. It's not a raccoon. He is a raccoon. He's a confirmed raccoon. I love that bit. Um, we see that what he went through to become the rocket raccoon that we know and love. Um, there was, there is, dude named the High Evolutionary, and basically his thing is rapid evolution in these machines, and he takes. Uh, Takes animals, he runs them through the evolutionary process to become these higher beings, and he has a lot of issues with it because they come out like rage-induced, and uh, keeps trying different combinations, and and uh, 
Rocket is is one of his beings that he worked on that that worked out okay. The 89th batch. 89th batch. A um, couple other friends we meet. A uh, an otter, a walrus, and a rabbit. I love the otter. It's such a peaceful voice. I know. It's Linda Carlini. Like I, could, I could listen to the otter talk all day. Linda Carlini is uh, great. Yeah. Um. So they, you know, they it jumps back throughout the whole movie to yeah, this storyline back and forth because he gets he gets shot by Adam Warlock and uh, basically gets put in a coma and he just remembers his you know time. Yeah, he remembers all this stuff. Um, the he helps the high evolutionary at one point. Yes, figure out like. What? Why they're getting so rage induced? He's very smart. And, uh, obviously, you know him from all the movies. He's he's like basically a a prodigy. He's very intelligent, and uh, yeah. he figures it out before the higher evolutionary. The higher evolutionary is like thrilled about it, but also he's like "fuck you" for figuring it out instead of me. He's like, "Look, it worked. How did you know?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then, um, and then it's so cute and it's so sad. Rocky gets so excited. He's like, "Oh, good! So we can go to the new world." And he's like, Haha, "Batch eighty nine is getting incinerated." Yeah. So Rocket finds a way to escape, but and I thought this was the saddest scene of the movie. Yeah, of course. All of his friends get shot and killed, and that like quells his rage. And it's why he is how he is. He's yes. just like this bitter fuck. Yes. And uh, his friend, Lila Teef's floor, they all get killed in this escape attempt by him. And um, that was like all the flashbacks that we see throughout the whole movie. Yeah, Rocket attacks uh, the High Evolutionary. Um, yeah, and mauls his face. And gets away. Uh, but how does this connect to the Guardians? So... Guardians are nowhere from the holiday special, which I love. I think we're going to watch that every Christmas, every Christmas season. Yeah. And um, they get attacked by our first look at Adam Warlock. Yes. My guy. Uh, he's he's sent here um, you know, from his folks, the, the Sovereigns. They still don't, don't like uh, Rocket for stealing a bunch of batteries way back when. Yes. and. And uh, they're they're also sent here to get Rocket because he all of the beings that the High Evolutionary created were super intelligent and had all these skills, but he was the only one that could like invent things. Yes, he had like unique intelligence. Yes. Um. So they wanted to get him. And the High Evolutionary and... created the Sovereign people as well. Those are his. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. So. They, uh, Adam Warlock hurts Rocket a fuckload, which is why we get all these flashbacks. Um, but the rest of the Guardians come to Rocket's aid. They get Adam Warlock the fuck out of here. Um, but Rocket is very injured and they cannot heal him because he has a kill switch. Yes. The kill switch engage. Yes. Now, um, so, in, this, in this opening fight, we see that if you remember from the uh, holiday special where 
Nebula gets the Bucky's arm for Rocket for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, she has the arm now, and uh, mm. Rocket upgraded it to be the most badass thing of all time. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, Peter Quill's still upset about Gamora. He's, like, drunk, just hanging around, and clearly it's a thing that happens regularly. Um, but he goes right into into captain mode. Yes. Once, uh, once the fight breaks out. Um, so, so they figure out they have to go to Orgo Corp. Um, Nebula helps them figure it out. Um, which is where this, um, kill switch, you know, where there's information on it, yeah, they might have an override. Yeah, exactly. Um, at some point the Ravagers intercept them and Gamora shows up. Yep. Well, uh, Nebula made the deal that they would help for a hundred something million units or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So Gamora gets pulled in. So we have like, you know, the, the OG squad again. And um, they go to Orgo Corp. <laughs> I like uh, um, Mantis making the guy fall hopelessly in love with, um, <laughs> with Drax. With Drax. Yeah. Nebula and Drax were great in this. Yeah. They're awesome. They're a great combo. They're, I think they're my favorite Guardians combo. Drax, I think, is the most consistently great character in the MCU. Like he's like he's just always the same, and he's always very funny. But he also kicks ass. His delivery is great. Oh, Batista fucking kills it, bro. Yeah, he's so good. Batista will be in something DC. It's oh, just a matter 100%. of what. Him and he loves James Gunn, and they should find yeah. a good role for him. You know. Yeah, I don't know exactly what, what he would be, but I, I they they could find a good role for him. Yeah. So this this scene goes on for a little bit, like going through Orgo Corp. Um, yeah, they got like spacesuits and they have to infiltrate and they talk their way out of a couple situations, like they usually do. Um, did you know uh what was her name? Udi, the the girl that uh, they intercept uh, to help them uh, at mm-hmm. gunpoint, the orange girl. Yeah. You know who that was? No. That was Ratcatcher 2 from the Suicide Squad. Oh, was it really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ratcatcher 2. I love Ratcatcher Everyone goes, James Gunn. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be bad at him putting the same people in shit. No, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, so they they get the they get the code they need to get. You know, there's like a little fight scene here yeah. and they're outnumbered, and then oh, they turn on like the gravity thing. Yeah, Star Lord tells uh, Ratcatcher to Udi, whatever her name was. Uh, like he was like trying to charm her the whole entire time because Gamora said that he wouldn't be able to, and yeah, he does. And he's like, "Can I please just appeal to them? Just we love our friend." And she listens to him. She's like, "Okay, you have access now to talk to everybody." And he goes, "I'm not an idiot. I just needed access to this computer." And uh, he turns on their gravity jackets, and um, they get, they're able to get out of there. And we get that little cool, um, you know, slow motion walking scene here. And um, they have to go to Counter Earth, which is where most of the rest of the movie takes place. Yes. And they um, have to go here to get Feel because he has the uh, the override was. Removed from Rocket's file, and he has it on his person. I liked how squishy, like, they, they were like, oh, it's like a 
Orgo Corp was like uh, everything was like so weird and like squishy and slimy and the, the file that they give them was just like a squish ball basically. Yeah, it was so gross. I like the little locks where they put like their hand into that thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so they they get to Counter Earth. The scene from the trailer where he throws a basketball at the little girl's face. <laughs> right. And, um, it you is, know, it's, so it, it, what yeah. the high. No, so, uh, yeah, so it's the place uh, that they inhabit with all the, the creatures that Rocket helped him create the animal anthropomorphic uh, people. Yeah, trying to create, like, the perfect Earth. Yeah. Um, so, I show up here, but, um, you know, they do not speak the language of the people here, no. so. Yes, the language is not English. Yeah, everyone's scared of them. They're they're trying to show people what they need. Drax keeps laying down on this woman's couch. And they're like, could you not lay on the couch, Drax? Why is it oblong? <laughs> He's the best. Uh, so eventually, Peter draws something. They understand what he's going for, and they point to the ship um, where the person has the symbol on his head that, that Peter drew. Yeah. And so, um, then we have Drax the, and we have the infamous car scene. Yes, the first Drax. fuck in the MCU was dropped in this movie. The first what? The first fuck ever in the MCU oh, yeah, yeah. was dropped in this. First one. There was a couple curses in this one. Yes, yes, it was the first fuck. Open, open the fucking door. <laughs> So I was I was I was watching interviews and uh, James Gunn was like basically like you know like you know a lot of that scene apparently was improv like it wasn't you know they were just like oh say what you're feeling you know and yeah. uh, but he said that he had a James Gunn has a a microphone in Chris Pratt's ear and he told him he's like when you say the line say open the fucking door all right and he goes it was just so hilarious he's like but I'm sure I, I, you know we shot a few times I'm sure I was sure it was gonna get cut. And when I'm cutting the movie, I'm talking to Kevin Feige, he goes, and I'm like, what about that scene? Can I keep it in? And he, Kevin Feige's like, yeah, you know, like, technically you can. Like, we had a fuck in uh, Endgame with the Russo brothers, you know. They cut it out because they didn't want to be the infamous ones to have the first one in the movie. They didn't want that to be their legacy. And yeah. James Gunn's like, I 100% want that to be my legacy. He's like, you're convincing yeah. me by trying to unconvince me. And he's yep. like, okay, you keep it in. And they kept it in, and it was the best. I laughed so it, hard. Oh, it landed, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he unlocks the door, and she's like, now open the fucking door. <laughs> ah, and then and then he doesn't know how to drive. He goes, oh, I was eight when I left Earth. Yeah, never drove. It's fair. Um, so, who was it? It was it's him, Nebula, Groot, him, Groot, and, and Nebula. Lord, yeah. I think drove to the ship where they believe the override code is going to be. Yes, and uh, Drax, Mantis, and Gamora stayed at the ship. Yeah, so they hang back. Um, and when they get to the ship, you know, they they can't bring in... Uh, any weaponry or anything, yes, so but they had previously hid it in Groot, uh, in Groot's tree. Yeah, you can't see anything inside of a tree. 
They didn't scan him, they said, because he is naked. So why would we scan yeah. him? Yep. Uh, and Nebula is a weapon, so she has to stay outside. Yes. Um, I like the whole trap, but it's a face-off uh, bit that they were doing. I thought yeah. that was funny. Like, it's not a it's trap. It's like, we know we're walking know, into something. If it's not a trap, if I know it's a trap, and the trap is a trap, then it's a face-off. Right. It, it if you know sense. you're being trapped, it's really not a trap. Yeah. It's just a face-off. So uh, they they get in there. Um, they got up to the High Evolutionary, and, and meanwhile, High Evolutionary has sent his, like, robotic fucking pig monster yeah. dude uh, to go get Rocket because they know that uh, the Rocket's been brought here and he's been trying to get him forever so Rocket um, well, this War Pig Warpig fucks up Gamora yeah. like she is not strong enough to fight this thing no. and she's pretty strong too. and yeah she's real strong uh, but thankfully Adam Warlock shows up. Yes. Uh, to help out there. Um, he also wants Rocket, but he also has this little pet blurp. Yes. And he wants to protect him, and he takes care of this war pig and just rips his head off. Yes, he was uh war pig's like we're on the same team. What are you doing? And he's like, well, I need the I need this win, so yeah, I need the the rabbit. And once, um, once the High Evolutionary found out that uh, Warpig had Rocket, because he called in and said he had it before Adam Warlock showed up, um, High Evolutionary was like, all right, let's uh, blow this planet up and get the hell out of here. Yeah. And he's like, this one's good, but it's not good enough. We're, uh, we'll use Rocket to create a whole new species, and uh, we'll head on out. So yes. their ship starts... Flying off this planet and explosions start happening all over the place. Yes, they have. Uh, we learned this in a little bit. Uh, they've basically caged up um, hundreds of children, seemingly hundreds of children that are uh, all good, except for the fact that they're uh, they can't invent, like you were saying before. Like they're smart and powerful, but they're not smart enough. Smart, not smart like rockets. So yeah. They need to adjust their brains to be rocket brains, and then they'll be good to go for the new uh, community. Yep. So these these explosions aren't happening. Nebula calls, and like, meanwhile, um, Mantis and Drax head on over here because Drax is an idiot. Drax was like, "I feel like we need to be at the ship." And meanwhile, they needed to take the the Bowie. The new ship is called the Bowie to. Uh, to pick up Nebula as the Earth, and they're just sitting there in a car. <laughs> or a yep, they're like, sorry. Yeah, they're like, oh shit. So, so they jump on the like, ship that's getting away to try to save yeah. uh, Groot and Star-Lord. Yeah, they, they run and jump on the ship before it gets away, right after they did not know that Groot and Star-Lord jumped off of the ship. Yes. Groot pulled out all of his weapons and just fucked up everyone on the ship. Yeah, they killed everyone on the That was a cool scene. Yeah. I feel like Groot and Star-Lord haven't teamed up much. No, and this was really cool. He pulls out, like, all these weapons. He throws he throws Peter, his two guns, and they, they pretty much kill everyone except, like, the main 
Yeah. High evolutionary and one or two others. Um, and they take and, the guy uh, that stole the kill switch and they jumped out of the window with him. Yep, and Rocket's able to like not Rocket. Uh, Groot makes like wings out of his uh out of his branches. Yeah. And they they land on the ground, they get the uh, the kill switch override code from this dude just as Gamora shows up with the uh with the ship that she was able to semi fly. Yeah, she wasn't a very good pilot. No. Um, and they basically mur- like they murked this guy. Like he, they just took the thing right off his head. They killed him and they took the thing off his head. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Um so So they go um they go use this code on Rocket. He almost dies, but he, he sees his his friends that we mentioned earlier, and they, uh, they're like, no, Sorry, your time's not done yet. Go back. And um, he's alive, and now we get Rocket joining the squad again. Um, there's a lot of, like, just action and running fighting scenes here for a little bit. Um, they, they're able to, um, they get inside the, the ship, they see all those kids yeah. with, uh, you know, all those hundreds of children you mentioned. Yeah. Um, but they, um, they put them what, <laughs> does High Evolutionary get them and put her in that chamber with those giant yes. monsters so in? so he, he, ca- High Evolutionary captures Drax, Nebula, and Mantis, um, and the Guardians have to go save them. Uh, they put them in a pit, and uh, they come up with a plan to have Kraglin uh, drive nowhere to where they uh, are going to meet the High Evolutionary and start the attack on the final the final battle, basically. Yeah. And uh, it was funny. The Guardians, the, you know, they get in. Uh, they... They strike the ship. The ship starts exploding, and like, all right, let's do this. Let's go save our friends. And Mantis, Drax, and uh, Nebula ride in on the the big worm monsters uh, that were gonna attack them and kill them. And they're like, oh, okay, let's just let's, let's just leave them. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, the Abolus. That's what it was. Yeah, but uh, the Abolus. Yeah, but uh, they're convinced to stay and fight and free. All the children uh, and higher beings that have been imprisoned by the High Evolutionary. So they yep. then mm. uh, have the coolest hallway scene fight since Daredevil season one. Oh, and all of them. Uh... Drax opens the door in slow motion, and uh, yeah. there's just like a bunch of bad guys there, and uh, they all they kill them all in the hallway and it's you know that whole you know same one tracking shot that they do you know if you've seen the fight in daredevil season one it's uh it's similar except there's guns and knives and stuff you know yeah you get to see them all do some signature moves yes very cool you see star lord gamora nebula nebula at one point like her neck is broken and she's still fighting i thought that was funny yeah that was great it's pretty cool Groot and rocket and Mantis, Drax, the whole the whole gang—they all get their time to shine, and uh, I thought it was really fucking badass. Probably my favorite scene in the movie. It was, and um, Rocket also saw that there were a bunch of animals. Yep. 
that were uh, that were locked up, and he realizes he is a raccoon here. Yes, and finally, it's the slow shot over the north. They're North American raccoons too. They're you know mm-hmm. from Earth. Um, they he, um, has, he has this final face off with the High Evolutionary. Um, Which was awesome because they all come in and get a hit on this dude. Yes. And he and, uses uh, gravity boots and all that stuff. Like it's it was cool. And he finally calls himself Rocket Raccoon as he gets the final blow on High Evolutionary. Yep. And it was it was it was good. Still, you we needed something from Rocket in this yeah. movie. And you uh, nailed it. I don't know. Who, I don't remember which Guardian it was, but they they took off his face. That was fucking creepy. Yeah, look off. It might have mask. been a mask. <laughs> yeah, Drax, when, when Drax said it's a mask, I, 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 I <laughs> and they decided and, uh, not to. You know, I don't know if he. You know, he probably he's probably dead, but they. Uh, you don't see him die. They kind of leave him there. Yeah. So it's possible, you know, they bring him back. And they they leave the ship. You know, they all got to nowhere. Um, Except for Peter, who he went back for his uh, his music. Groot also. Uh, oh, also. Uh, Adam Warlock, just to finish off his story. Uh, mother dies. Uh, the sovereign lady from the second one. She yep. dies because of the high evolutionary, and uh, he gets fucked up uh, by Star. I think Star Lord like uh, self destructs one of the the cars on Bowie. And, uh, but Groot saves him. Groot brings him across the line, and Adam Warlock asks him why. And, uh, he says, I am Groot. And Drax says, he says everyone deserves a second chance, and that's kind of his turnover into, uh, being a good guy. Yeah, and he, he winds up saving Peter Quill in space. Yeah, so Peter Quill doesn't quite make it. He runs into some debris when he does his little jump. Um,. And uh, Adam Warlock goes out and saves him. Oh, is this when we get the the Groot line? Oh well, yeah. That's uh, so they you know they save him and then they go back to nowhere and they're like cleaning up the rubble and they have a Guardians team meeting basically, and this is where they basically break up like the Beatles. Um, they all decide yeah. to go their separate ways basically. Uh, Star Lord says that Rocket is always really the captain of the team and he should continue to do that. Mantis says that she wants to go discover herself because she's always uh, been working under somebody. First, it was Ego, then it was the Guardian. She needs some time to herself to find herself. Uh, Nebula and Drax are going to lead the new society of children and animals and stuff that they saved. Uh, and Star Lord is going to go home. Uh, he hasn't been back to Earth. He wants to find his grandfather. And. Uh, Team breaks up, and obviously all new Gamora returns to the Ravagers. Um, yes. So that team, the original team, is done. And uh, Groot says, I love you guys. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? Why would you ruin the I am Groot thing? And then James Gunn came out and said, He's, what are you talking about? He said, I am Groot. You just understand him now. Like the Guardians. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Good call. It's like we're part of the family. Yeah, it was so sweet when you realized what happened. I had I had the, the the people I was with were like, "Oh, I can't believe that they would just not say I am Groot." Like he would say real words. 
And James Earl Jones was like, come on, guys. You don't think I'm that stupid. He said, I'm Groot. Yeah, he said, I'm Groot. You just know what he says now. Um, and then they have their little dance party to Florence and the Machine, which is a great song. Yeah, I like the dance party. Dance party was fun. Dance party was good. It was a great, you know, especially, you know, dancing is for idiots, that track said. Um, yep. I liked the whole, you know, back to the breakup scene, basically. I liked, uh, it was it was sweet when uh, Nebula said that he wasn't meant to be a destroyer, he was meant to be a dad. Um, that was, yes. that hit me in the hearts, because, you know, he's so sweet with his kids, and then with Mantis, you know, he's very fatherly, it makes sense. Yes. He'd be a fun dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you saw him dance. Um... And then we, you know, they dance, Rocket, all them, group. And then you see Peter back on Earth. And he's looking for his grandfather. And there he is. And he's in his home. And they embrace. And it's a sweet, sweet ending. Yeah. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. Uh, and then we get two scenes. Yes. Mid-credits one was good. Yeah. You get to see the new team. New team, new Guardians team, um, just hanging out, doing their thing. It's talking about their favorite music. Yeah, Corn and, and Britney Spears was, uh, so, was the, the girls. So I've looked up because you know they don't really say uh, much, but apparently uh, Rocket says uh, calls her Phyla, and that is the smaller child version of uh, one of the original Guardians members, Phyla Vell, and. Uh, she likes Britney Spears and Corn. She's an interesting. There you go. I was like me in the nineties. That was I like Britney Spears. <laughs> you are pilot. I liked Britney Spears and Corn as well in the nineties. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's Craglin who uh, I didn't say, but he finally gains control of the of the arrow. Yeah. And Cosmo, the the dog, and Groot, Alpha Groot. King Groot, whatever you want to call him. Guy's, Giant Groot, yeah. Guy's crazy big, Rocket, and uh, and Warlock. That's the new team. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, and it's, it's a wonderful uh, connection that the first song ever played is also the last song ever played. Yeah. In movies. Nice, nice book on there. Yes. And then the stupid post credit scene. The absolutely horrific. You wait all the way to the end to hear that Star-Lord's going to mow some lawns or some shit. I don't know. I was Awful. like, oh man, he was right. This is so stupid. It's the stupidest thing Pete, that uh, James Gunn does. Um, if also, if you noticed, uh, because, you know, it was right there, buddy. The paper he was reading, the grandfather, was like, Kevin Bacon discusses his abduction by the aliens or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was funny. The only thing relevant was um, Star-Lord yes. will return. Star-Lord will return. And it's very funny because I was actually watching his interview with BD on uh, comicbook.com's YouTube channel. And uh, he basically was like, no, like this is the end. I'm not coming back. <laughs> he was like, yeah. he's like, I really wouldn't want to ruin the ending and stuff like that. And But they said that he's coming back. So he, he either lied or he was not consulted about what they put yeah. in the movie. Like, excuse me? But, uh, because I thought that, you know, you could have put the Guardians of the Galaxy will return. Like, obviously, I don't think they're doing a fourth movie. 
like with this team. Like I know it's Bradley yeah. Cooper and Vin Diesel, but I just don't think you can get enough butts in this. Like I don't think like with that lineup. No, they won't. It, it would do a movie. Well, like I guess you could in an Avengers movie, like they could pop up somewhere and be like, "Oh shit, look, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy" and stuff like that. Like, I think that's why you even do that scene too, because like you can insert them if you wanted to, you know. Actually, yeah. yeah. I don't expect it, kind of. Like I think like that really is the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy, kind of. But you I think could, we'll see Warlock again. You could throw them in, like you really could. Um, but I don't know what you do with Earthbound Peter Quill. Um, I really don't know. I could just, I could see him appearing in a scene of like the Avengers on Earth meeting up and like, yeah. let's go get Peter. Yeah, yeah. I heard Peter Quill's on Earth now. Yeah, and he's, the, the and door's he, open for anything. Then he's that. mowing the lawn. They could have done a better. Ugh, I hate the fucking end. Shit. Well, yeah, but. That was it. That was the movie. It was really good. Uh, it was pr- it was kind of like a really good finale. Like if you like see like a, yeah. a good series finale, it was really good. My favorite scene was still the names Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of good, there was a lot of good beats in this movie. Really good. Yep. Um, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, I think we both agree that uh, the first one is still the best one, but this is probably. A very high number two. Yeah, I gave this like an eight and a half, nine. Yeah, first one I I actually did re I watched the rewatched the first one before I went to the movie. Um, Friday afternoon, well I saw it on Saturday, but I watched Friday afternoon. And I watched the first one. First one is absolutely perfect. Um, no yeah. notes. Um, but this is a, this is a very fitting finale. Very good. Um, and I I, I, I wish I look forward to more James Gunn shit in DC because you know. It was great. I wished or thought I don't I don't know. I guess it worked that it didn't happen, but I really expected someone to die. Yeah, you know, um especially like when you listen to Dave Batista and Zoe Zeldana and even Chris Pratt, but I guess not. They were all like, Yeah, like we're done, we're not coming back. Like this is the end. Yeah. Like you could have done something uh to uh you know have something impact of an impactful death, you really could have. Uh, Drax or Rocket or you know someone, um, but no, they they went the route of happy ending for all of them, which is fine. Like I, that's not bad, you know. Uh, it was still yeah. sad, like you know, Drax is crying when Mantis leaves, and um, you know, uh, Rocket taking over as captain. That's like emotional. Yeah, there's sad so scenes, like, but it's like emo- yeah. it, it's emotional in different ways. Like it's like happy, but right. it's also emotional. You know what I mean? Um, yep. And I'm part of it, you know. Like, Drax, like, alright, like, a Drax death would have been, like, dramatic and shit like that, but, you know, like, him living happily ever after as a father, like, that's not a bad ending. Yeah, I'm good with how it works, yeah. it's just not what I expected. Like, Rocket, like, if they weren't gonna kill him in the middle of the movie, like, it looked like, you can't kill him at the end, like, you know. Yeah. When they tell him he has more purpose on Earth, like, you can't have him go back there and then, like, lose to the high evolutionary, so he's out. Right. You could have had Star-Lord die uh, in that scene where he jumps but then also that's kind of like a really shitty end for him you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. they could have done it in a different way like maybe he dies saving rocket from the high evolutionary or something like that but then again they're bringing him back possibly so you know. yeah you never know and then like you're not gonna kill gamora again and 
Mantis and Nebula, even though they're like part of the Guardians, you wouldn't really that wouldn't be super dramatic. So, right, you know, they went the let's just make it emotional but also happy, which yeah. is cool. They nailed it. Because it wasn't just like, all right, we're still Guardians of the Galaxy, everyone's friends, and we'll just be in the stars somewhere. Yeah, they all, they all, all their own thing. They had to go their several ways. They had to break up, you know. So, yeah, great movie. Good good for the MCU. Um, they needed a, a big uh, critics W, and uh, they got one. Absolutely. So next up for us, we're going to take about a month off, Brian. Are you okay with a month off? makes me sad that there's no new content but well we're gonna get so. bombarded with it starting uh the middle of june so oh yeah because we're gonna come back for the flash and then the week after the flash secret invasion starts so we'll be at least back for seven straight weeks and then i believe uh it's gonna be uh oh no it's not it's gonna be uh we'll be back for spider-verse probably before that and then the flash True. If we if we see, I don't I don't know if I'm seeing Spider Verse opening weekend, but we'll see. Um, is that uh, first week of June. Yeah. We'll see if we don't if we don't do that, we'll mix it in with the Flash review if we can. Uh, and we got Ahsoka in August. And then yes, that's what I'm saying because it's going to be you know uh, it's going to be Secret Invasion right into Ahsoka, which will probably go into uh, Loki. And then that'll yeah. go into the Marvels, and then it'll be, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, Blue Beetle, Aquaman will be in there somewhere. Uh, True. Craven the Hunter. Are we gonna see that? It's gonna be crazy. Um, yeah. So we got a lot of stuff. So we'll be back in June, possibly early June, probably middle of June. Um, so just follow us on Twitter, and we'll give you the updates. At Infinity Box RW on Twitter, all your favorite podcast apps: Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, I Love the Radio, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, all the good apps. Check them out. Uh, check out my wrestling podcast at TRL Wrestling. I was on this week. Uh, same podcast apps for Spotify for that one. Talked about Bad Bunny. Um, <laughs> he that El Muerto movie that's going to be happening soon. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, that'll do it for us. We'll be back sometime in June. Stay tuned to the Twitter feed for that. And yeah, you know, happy watching Guardians. Watch it at the time. I wish I could be one of those people that have the time to see it again in theaters. I just don't. Um, yeah, I don't see that. Yeah, I just, no, I mean, come on. Who has the time now? Some people do. I don't. Um, no. But yeah. Uh, I believe uh, for you, Brian, while, during our break, if you want, uh, I believe Quantumania is dropping on Disney Plus this week. I will not watch it. You should, you should, you should check it out. Um, anyway, happy comic books. Read comic books. Buy graphic novels. Have a good time. I love you, James Gunn. Bye. Bye. Uh-huh.